Hello folks and welcome to the Knickknack Podcast, Season 13, Episode 5, I'm calling this one Malaise. And uh, grab your favorite beverage, grab your favorite tobacco product if you so indulge, and we'll get started. I talked about um, city council meeting and um, the landlords that co-opted the good cause eviction discussion and how that um, may impact, uh, well, did impact my um, advocacy uh, thrust and drive. And now it seems like I need to change my tune, I need to change my direction, um, and I don't know really where to change it to, and I've kind of hit about a depression, um, and it's, I'm sitting here scratching my head going, what do I do now? Um, and I, do, I don't have a clear picture of what I, what I can do now other than, you know, to continue what I'm doing, but my heart isn't in it, and, you know, when you're putting on a show, essentially, a, a, I don't mean a literal show, I mean like a metaphorical performing um, for other people, uh, pretending like you're doing something when you're in fact not doing something. Um, you know, it has a hollowness to it, it has an emptiness to it, especially when you've lost your drive to... Um, do whatever it is you're trying to do, and really the last four or five months, um, has been about advocacy and trying to, um, get housing rights taken care of, and now it just seems like it's impossible to do, um, and I, you know, that housing market in... California and Chico in particular after the campfire is so fucked up, it's ridiculous, um, and I worry that, um, I will be pushed out even though I, you know, have Section 8 and there are certain, uh, protections that go along with that, I worry that that will eventually collapse on me and I'll be forced out and I'll have to end up somewhere in Wyoming because that's the only affordable place to go and of course, with Wyoming comes neo-Nazis and all that crap, so I don't want to go there. Um, but at the same time, uh, things have not been going well for me in my community. Um, particularly, I don't know, lately I've been doing more socialist activities, that sort of thing. Um, but I realize that again, um... My ideas and my thoughts aren't fitting with the mainstream of the group that I'm in. Um, I brought up the idea of direct democracy in a conversation, and the idea was kind of rejected out of hand. And, you know, I'm scratching my head going, well, why is this idea being um, 
rejected out of hand, surely people realize that the problem with um, government, but but really any organization, as I'm finding lately, is representation and the people that are doing are making the decisions. There's something that happens in a decision-making body, whether it's uh, in a for-profit uh, environment, a non-profit non environment, or a government environment, where uh, the organization loses its drive within the decision-making body. Um, and I don't really understand the phenomenon, but, um, you know, it's... It's clear, uh, I've talked about revolutions extensively before, um, and I want to return to that idea just because it seems like a prime example. You know, you get these big ivory tower thinkers, these innovators, and I feel like with the socialist circles that I'm running in, um, I have a lot of colleagues or peers uh, that are ivory tower thinkers and have ideas and good ambitions, um, but I fear that all those good ideas and good ambitions would be completely destroyed within the context of some larger social movement. Um, and actually, thinking back to Occupy, I... I did see that breakdown of the system, uh, this idea of working groups and, okay, we're going to have a media group, okay, we're going to have a safety and security group, okay, we're going to have all these working groups, and within a couple days it just breaks down, um, and I don't know why. Um, it's not a phenomenon I can explain, uh, but it's a phenomenon that I've noticed, and it seems to be related inherently to the human condition, which brings up the question, can we get past this? Um, is there an ivory tower way of thinking out of this? Um, and I don't know if that's possible. Um, I've obviously spent 13 years in my ivory tower trying to think up ideas and suggestions and ways to go about the world. Um, and... You know, the human condition and the human inability to carry decisions and insight from the idea table to the practical implica implementation, um, it's a consistent theme. Um, and I, you know, I, it puzzles me um, that the best ideas that humans can come up with cannot be applied. Um, which, you know, puts, um, well, I mean, let's look at democracy and how the, um, American interpretation of democracy has failed. Um, I did a show on, uh, last week on, um, the different styles of rep representation and, um, how how representatives go about representing their constituents. Um, and there was a... I attended a Democratic Socialist of America general meeting uh, of the Chico chapter last week. Um, and we had um, Audrey Denning, who is running for Congress in my district, uh, come speak. And I've I just... 
you know, all these ideas and thoughts of people and ambitions and plans, um, and I just can't help think, but think as I'm listening to these people speak, I mean, these are all great ideas, these are all great thoughts and ambitions and plans, but I can guarantee you that they'll come to naught, um, and I don't know, that's just a frustrating reality and a frustrating insight that I have, um, and it's, you know, especially right now, you know, we need ivory tower thinkers, um, to deal with the present reality and, you know, the echoes of Germany in the U.S. that we're seeing right now. Uh, World War Two era Germany uh, being repeated in the U.S. and history repeating itself again. Um, and again, historians in their ivory tower said, you know, basically, if you don't understand history, you're doomed to repeat it. And, um, you know, we all went to elementary school and junior high, and a good portion of us made it through high school. Um, and we still haven't learned that lesson. Um, so there again, the same theme is repeatedly occurring, and I don't know how to get past it. Um, and it's depressing me. Um, there are other things depressing me as well, but, uh, there's this, this general sense of, of, of hopelessness, um, that, you know, none of the ideas to make the world a better place can actually happen. Um, and I don't, you know, I don't know. Um, so I'm trying to, let's see if we can transition into another topic here, um, beyond humans just failing to implement any good ideas. Um, well, really, that is... That is the reoccurring theme here. Um, you know, I need a new... I, I'm reaching a point um, to where I'm realizing that podcasting is the one of the few unregulated forms of communication left. Um, the, one of the few places where you can actually be free and express yourself. Um, and I, God, I love this medium, and I love the freedom I have. Um, and, uh, I'm just realizing how other mediums, uh, don't allow that. And, you know, there's, there's something about having to create an idea and sculpt it and format it in a prearranged way that's so limiting and so constricting. Um, even if you, even if you say to yourself, as I have, okay, you can't shit, say shit, piss, funk, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, or tits on, uh, public airwaves. Okay, this is okay, that's, sucky, but I'll move beyond that. Um, even if you move beyond that, there are formatting limitations, you know, um, for instance, uh, time. 
time is really the the number one um, constraint in other mediums that you don't have in this medium. Um, you know, you um, in this medium, I basically close my eyes and start talking, and whatever shit comes out is the shit that I stick with for the most part. I'll do a little bit of cutting here, here or there, but you know, there are no hard and fast restrictions other than the amount of space I have on uh, my podcasting account. Um, but it's, you know, it's not like radio where, you know, somebody says, or, well, you you proposed an idea for a 30-minute slot, and you, you know, there are certain things you have to do there in those 30 minutes, and on top of that, you've got to evenly fill the 30 minutes. Uh, it can't be... 28 minutes and 30 seconds, it can't be 26 minutes, it can't be 24 minutes, it has to be 30. Um, and there's something I've noticed, and it's probably from doing this all these years and finding, I, I, I don't know where I heard it, um, but I heard somewhere at some point along the podcasting line that uh, 20 minutes or so was about perfect for podcasting. And I was like, okay, that's interesting. Um, and I think these started out being shorter, like 12 minutes or something, and then I eventually expanded up to 20 minutes, and occasionally I'll do a 40-minute show. Um, but I've found that through my natural conversation, my natural flow... Um, I can flow for about 22 minutes. Um, after that, I tend to repeat myself. Even if I have notes, uh, you know, for my uh, radio shows, um, I last week I believe I had three pages of notes, um, and it was scripted, um, but I got to a certain point, and um, the script ran out. <laughs> and... Um, I realized I still had more to say on the topic. I didn't give myself enough pre-production time to really flesh it out and figure it out. Uh, again, that's a difference. Um, this, I feel confident, um, not only in my ability to kind of freeform and think as I talk, but also in my ability to... Um, be more open, and, um, in other mediums, I feel more constricted, so, um, there's just differences in mediums, and I, I suppose, you know, if I want to grow and change, I, I have to really learn to work with different mediums, and, you know, it's, it's funny, um, I've always, maybe not always, but, um, since going down this podcasting venture, since starting the Let's Talk Train show, since doing all that stuff, um, I always dreamed of, of real radio. Um, and now that I've accomplished that dream, it's kind of like, mm, now what? Um, there's not a clear direction, there's not a clear form, and, you know, when I when I found this lobbying advocacy direction and when I struck upon housing as an issue, 
um, that was really driving things for a long time, and now, now it's, it's unclear what's gonna drive next, um, and I better come up with something quick, because, um, you know, you just, you need to keep producing content, um, and that's a lot of pressure to have to keep producing content, um, and I'm sure there's some jewel or some seed of an idea somewhere in this, um, this realm of humans and our inability to apply successfully any idea, um, but I just, I can't think around that concept, and, um, you know, even as I'm in here spitballing, I'm not coming up with ways or intelligent ways to get around that concept and express it. Um, again, underlying, underlining, under, underlining the theme, I suppose. Um, so, I don't know, the, it's a strange world we're living in right now. Um, uh, you know, we have, um, an anarchist that, that in Tacoma that tried to storm a concentration camp. Um, I admire the effort, honestly. Um, even though I have this background in peacefulness and, uh, nonviolence and not wanting to cause others harm, um, there comes a point I never thought I'd say this, but there, but there starts to become a point where you do need to take action. Um, and, you know, I used to think, as I look back on U.S. history, and again, that narrow view of U.S. history that the textbooks teach you, um, I looked back at the Revolutionary War and I thought, there was no need for violence, you could have accomplished that through diplomacy. Um... But maybe not. Um, maybe there is a time and a place for violence. Um, and it's got to be, you know, if there is a time and place for violence, um, if that is part of the cycle of change, drastic change that needs to take place, and I think we, uh, no matter what side of the of U.S. of U.S. political spectrum you find yourself on right now, I think we're all kind of gunning for a fight. Um, I, I wonder, I wonder how you can ethically, or if you can ethically, um, back up a violent campaign. Um, and I also wonder if this doesn't put me in the radicalist terrorist category. Um, it's funny my evil wannabe stepmother, um, once said something along the lines of, you know, I don't care what you are as long as you're not a terrorist, and it's like, now I'm scratching my head going, what defines a terrorist? Um, extremist views, uh, that's one common element, I definitely have extremist views, um, the desire for violence, or the desire to, um, commit a violent act and have it take, have political ramifications, does that qualify? Um, 
and I'm not at that level yet, but I'm, I'm definitely at the level where I'm looking at the world and going, yeah, something needs to be done. And um, I find myself thinking, what's the balance of power? How many um, National Guard troops exist? How much... How many police officers exist? What what would it take to actually hold a revolution? Um, how how intense would how how big would your group have to be to take on the U.S. government? I don't know. Um, it's a thought. It's just a I'm just entertaining thoughts at this point. Um, and again, uh, actually, actually, I'll admit this, I'm trepidatious about expressing that idea in any media form, uh, because we do live in a scary world where even talking about those ideas, um, could potentially have huge consequences. Um, and I, I'm... I don't know, I was, I was reading George Carlin's last words, um, and he said something about the violence of the right is senseless, but the violence of the left is designed with a purpose. Um, and that's a, that's a rationale. That's trying to rationalize the violence, um, and I think in previous times I would have been against that, but maybe there's something to that idea. I feel like, I feel like I'm just scratching the surface of stuff right now, and I can't really, I don't know, I'm, I'm stuck in this depression and this malaise, and, you know, I'm struggling with medications, and I'm trying to figure all that out, um... But in the meantime, there's still this pressure to produce. Which again, uh, going back to media forms, podcasting is so freeing, you only have to podcast when you want to podcast. Or at least on the, the way I do this right now. Um, so, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, I don't know. I think I'm done. Um, but I thank you so much for listening. If you have feedback, N-I-C-N-A-C-J-K at gmail.com. That's November Indio Charlie, November Alpha Charlie, Juliet Alpha Kilo, at Golf Mike Alpha India Lima dot Charlie Oscar Mike. And, um, I will keep thinking about the human institutions and our inability to successfully go from ivory tower concepts to real world um uh, implementations. Till next time, stay safe, stay sane, happy railroading, happy learning.